Hey everyone, this is Kyle Maddox, your host for the Life and Ministry Podcast. A podcast where we strive to give you the tools to help you become all that God has called you to be, and most of all, to help you balance life and ministry. We would love to hear from you if there's a subject that you would like us to cover or any questions pertaining to life or ministry. We would love for you to email them to us at lifeandministry777 at gmail.com or by sending us a direct message on our Life and Ministry Facebook page. We do pray that this podcast blesses you today and most of all sheds new light in what God has called you to do. What do you say? Let's dive into this podcast. We pray you all have a great day in Jesus. I'm your host, Kyle Maddox, and I'm so thankful to be joining you today. And this particular episode, I'm really excited about. I've been looking forward to it. It's highly recommended. And uh, we're so thankful to have the ministry of Pastor Mike Dutton, or I guess now Evangelist Mike Dutton. Brother Dutton served a great church here in uh, the state of Mississippi for 30, 25 25 years. And built a great, strong church that still is in existence today. He also served as our uh, presbyter for that section, section three. And uh, we're so thankful, Brother Dutton, that you're here with us today. And uh, your son highly recommended you for this, this particular episode. And uh, we're so thankful and looking forward to your ministry today. And so what I'd like you to do is greet our audience, uh, share whatever you'd like about yourself or your ministry experience. And then just keep your thoughts on what we're doing here at Life and Ministry. But I, I've been looking forward to this episode. I value your voice in our life and in our ministry. And I'm looking forward to this episode today. Thank you for being with us today. Well, it's a tremendous honor, Brother Maddox, to be with you. Thank and you. I, I uh, appreciate the ministry that you have and what you're doing here at Life and Ministry. It's uh, I, I counted it. High honor to be to be with you, and I value your friendship. And so, again, I do give honor to you for the work, the ministry that you're fulfilling. I uh, have started watching regularly. Wow! And if anyone missed, missed the uh, podcast, yes, with, uh, Brother Sergeant, they need to go back and watch it. I thought that was phenomenal. That was the first time that I had ever seen. Brother Sergeant speak, oh, wow. he was tremendous, and I thought that was just a great, great interview. I I, I liked your uh, podcast with your pastor. Yes, on waiting. Oh, that was one of my favorite. Except he got into the the McDonald's line and talked about <laughs> impatience, and that was that was just horrible. Yes, so sir. I hear I you. Felt conviction, real right off the front. Yes, but I, sir. I have really enjoyed watching. Your, your work. Well, you're very kind. You are very kind. I, I appreciate I appreciate you. I, I've known your son longer than you, um, but I appreciate you and your stand. And you're, you're you're one of those men of God that you're kind and you you you're, you're, you respect the young ministers and you have a heart for young ministers. And that's what just one thing that I admire about you and our friendship is that you've been an encourager. And not only that, but you, you're just a great man of God to be able to look up to uh, for a young minister. So I appreciate your kindness. And uh, Brother Sergeant, he's, he's, he's one of a kind. And uh, I appreciate you watching those episodes. And I'm looking forward to this is going to be a good episode. And it's going to be one of those episodes, as I, I say often, you're going to want to go back and watch it again. Uh, because this episode is so vitally important. The subject that we're talking about today is a subject that 
uh, is, is a subject that you can uh, gain so much more of God and so much more from God if you understand uh, the subject today. I'll just share it with you. The blessing and power of giving. There is a blessing when we give, but there's a power that comes with it. And so that's what we're going to be talking about. Again, uh, I reached out to your son, knowing him a little bit longer, and I said, Brother Dutton, what would be a good subject for me to talk to your dad about? Because as soon as I met you, I said, I got to get you on life and ministry. Oh, thank you. And uh, he said, bro, if you've never heard him talk about giving, you've got to hear him talk about giving. And he recommended it. And not only him, but there's others. My pastor also, Brother Danny Robbins, uh, also uh, suggested you, and I'm so looking forward to it. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, is the blessing and power of giving. So Brother Dutton, I want you to take your liberty, talk to us, share whatever's on your heart, just help us to be more successful at being great givers to the kingdom of God. Well, again, thank you uh, for this opportunity. Brother Maddox, I believe that one of the great fallacies in our Christian nation is concerning this subject yes, sir. of giving because there are so many people that are under the delusion that God is going to accept whatever we offer him sure. in our worship, in our giving, in our lifestyle. Just because we offer to God, we they people believe that they're going, God's going to accept it. Sure. But God is under absolutely under no obligation to to accept what we offer him if it's if it's not what he desires out of our life. That's good. And so the, the Bible, the Bible is absolutely filled with examples of, of people that have offered God lame sacrifices and faulty worship lip service, which he said uh, he was not going to accept. And, uh, and, and God promptly refused their, their sacrifices and their offerings. In fact, in one place, the Lord said, you know, you, you take that to your governor, your governor's not gonna accept that. No. You wouldn't offer it to him. And so why are you offering it to me? And consider this, on the opening pages of the word of God, I'll charitably call it a church service. The first semblance of a, of a church service is when two brothers bring an offering to God. Yes. And one brings of the fat of his flock, a blood sacrifice, Abel does. And the Bible says that God accepted Abel and his sacrifice. Yes. But the other brother brings vegetation, cabbage, carrots, etc. And the scripture tells us that God rejected Cain sure. and his sacrifice. And so 50% of the congregation that day went home upset. <laughs> I, yeah. I think I've preached a service or two like that. Sure. Uh, but, but um, and so when the Bible tells us that God accepted Abel and his sacrifice and he refused Cain and his sacrifice, that's letting us know that our offerings are a reflection of what's in our heart. Yes, sir. And, and so uh, just, just right, God set a precedent right on the beginning pages of the Word of God 
that I'll, I'll accept this and I won't accept that. And so, so that tells us that it's a reflection of what's in us. And then, and then when we, uh, we, we look a little bit further in the scripture, we find Abraham placing, giving God a, a sacrificial offering. Sure. And, and that lets God, that lets God know how much that we love him. Uh, placing Ishmael on the altar would have been a tremendous sacrifice for Abraham. Sure. Uh, Abraham had prayed that Ishmael would be the son upon whom God's blessings flow. And it would have been a great sacrifice. But God said no. God understood that there was coming a day that he wanted Abraham to place a son yes. on the altar. Ishmael was a wild man. God said, I, I'm, he's not the son that I want. And so when God asked Abraham to place Isaac on the altar without delay, without discussion, that's what Abraham did. Yes. And so when this whole episode is, is over and Ishmael's life is spared, God said, yes, sir. now I know yes. that you're not going to withhold anything from me. And so while you are willing to give to God or what you're not willing to give to God, lets him know everything that he needs to know about you. And by wow. the way, and by the way, this could have been offensive age. Sure. For yes, God sir. to say, now I know. Wait a minute, God. Come you on. called me out of Ur of Chaldees yeah. and I came. I didn't know where I was going. Yes. I obeyed your voice. I've got sacrifices scattered throughout this country, altars throughout this countryside. Yes. And uh, and that you're saying now I know, but but that's the way it is with God. What you're willing to give Him mm. tells Him everything. Wow. When you fast forward into the ministry of Jesus, He told His would-be disciples, "You cannot serve two masters." No. He was very pointed. You cannot serve two masters. You cannot serve God. And then the second master that He chose, and it could have been a lot of things. Yes. But he said, you cannot serve God and your wallet. You cannot serve God and, and mammon. That's right. And so, and so it, it's very important to the Lord Jesus Christ because living for God, serving Jesus Christ is a lifetime yes, it is. of giving. He yes, requires that we, that we give and that we sacrifice. And, and, and it's just, it's, it's how we lay up treasure in heaven. And uh, it's how we, we prove our love and our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, we, we give of our time, mm -hmm. our talents, tithing, oh, yes. offering. We give to building fund. It's very important that we give to the less fortunate. Yes. Uh, and so we give to, to children's ministry. And it, it can seem like there's no end to the giving. Sure. I had preached Gerald Sawyer's 33rd pastoral yes. anniversary. I got done preaching. I went down, sat on the front row. There was an eight-year-old boy sitting there. His dad, Brother Thompson, is the assistant pastor in the church. Okay. And so his dad had received the Sunday school offering. Got done preaching. He received the tithing. Wow. And then he said, we're going to receive a offering cash offering for a pastor for 
We've already given him some gifts, wow. but we're going to receive a cash offering. His son leaned over and said, Brother Duck, my dad is going to rob us blind before we go. <laughs> and so, That's good. And so it can seem like that there's, there's no end to giving. Um, I, th th there's my, my favorite passage, Brother Maddox, in the Old Testament. Yes, sir. Is Genesis chapter 12. I love Genesis chapter 12. There's a sevenfold promise that yes, God sir. gave to Abraham. The first one was, I, I am, uh, I'm going to bless your family. It was, he, he said, I'll make you a great nation. And so that was God blessing his family. And, and then he told him, he said, I, I'm going I, and I will bless him. That, yes. that has financial connotations. Yes, it I'm going to bless your finances. And if you fast forward one chapter, the Bible says that Abraham was very rich. Yes. And so God kept his word. The third uh, promise that he made was, I, I'm, I'm going to make your name great. And that has to do his, his family, his finances, and then his fame. Wow. The fourth one I'll skip over. I'll come back to it. Yes. One. I, I love the fifth one. The fifth blessing was, I'm going to bless them. That bless you. Yes, sir. And so, and so when someone is kind to me, when when they give, I I, I want the Lord to to bless them. The the sixth blessing was on the curse and the curse thief. That means that we don't have to fight our own battles. God's going to do that. that for us. And then the seventh was the promise of the Messiah. And these shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. But that fourth blessing yes. was, and thou shalt be a blessing mm. and it's been decades for decades almost every day i have prayed god i want to be this is not what god was going to do for no. abraham it was what god was going to do through his life you're abraham you're going to be a conduit my blessings are going to flow through your life yes sir and that's that's my prayer brother maddox is that the blessings of god would flow through our lives. There, there's, a, there's a story in 2 Kings chapter 4 about a woman whose sons were whose sons were being taken yeah. as, as uh, uh, debtors. Yes, sir. She went, she went to Elisha and she, she told him the problem. Elisha said, here's the key to your blessing. Yes. You go get as many pots and pitchers from your family as you can. Yes, sir. Get as many jugs and jars from your friends. Go throughout them and fill your house with empty vessels. Mm -hmm. And then you take what you have. Oh. You take, you take that little bit of oil that you told me you have, and you start pouring that into other people's vessels. Yes. And as long as you are pouring what you have into somebody else's life, so into somebody else's vessel, the life that's going to be blessed is your own life. There are tremendous blessings in just giving. Yes. And, and um, I, I remember in 1988, I was pastoring in Indiana, Brother, Brother Paul Schmidt. I, I love Paul Schmidt. And... Uh, he, he was, he's 57 years old. He's about to get laid off. Wow. He, so he had me praying for him. God would provide for him. He, he went and found out that we were without an air conditioner in the parsonage. Oh, parsonage. I didn't have the money to buy it. And so Brother brother Schmidt went and bought the air conditioner. Oh. Of course, I told him, I said, Brother Schmidt, you shouldn't do that. You need to 
He said, Brother Dutton, God told me that if I would put you first, wow. he would bless me. And so Heber would retire seven years later and not miss one check. When the company <laughs> decided to shut down the factory, they kept a skeleton crew. And he was on that skeleton crew. Wow. And so the, the blessings of God. And because are, he, he blessed you, God in, in return blessed him. That's awesome. Yes, sir. Wow. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's awesome. Well, Brother Dutton, I love what you said. I, I really do. I would, I definitely loved uh, that because, again, it, it, it's such an important su t t thing. If, if you and I are not givers, how can we expect God to give back to us? If we're not giving to his kingdom, if, and not just that, but I like what you said, blessing other people. You know, if, if we bless those that may not be able to return anything to us, God will make sure that we that we don't go without. I loved I loved every minute of that. We have three questions uh, today, Brother Dutton. Um, the first one is, what would you say to someone who struggles in giving, not because they don't want to, but because they live paycheck to paycheck? I would say, give. Oh yes, sir. Give anyway. Yes. Just give. Only God can measure the sacrifice. That's in your giving. Yes. It's it's Mark chapter 12, I believe it is. Mm -hmm. The woman comes in, Jesus is watching people as they give. He still watches wow. people as they give. Yes. He was the Bible says he watched how they give. Mm. They gave. So he watches how because he wasn't sure. Yes, he does. And he watches how much because he's going to give it back to you. Amen. Yes, and sir. so he watches this poor widow woman come in and give two mites. And he called his disciples up. Hey, guys, you got to see this. this. This is impressive. Mm -hmm. That woman, when she came into the temple that day, yes. she had three options. Number one, she could have gave nothing. Right. Everybody would have felt sorry for poor Samaritan. She don't have nothing to give. Sure. They would have understood that. Yes, sir. She could have gave one mite. She would have fulfilled the law of Moses. But she took option three and she gave everything. She had oh. two mites. And one mite would have been a commendable offering. Yes, sir. But two mites was a supreme sacrifice. And that's what she did. And her offering became the standard for the day. Yeah. Everybody else's offering was compared to hers and it paled by comparison. Because when she got done giving, she had nothing left. I'd love to know. Mm. I'd love to know if that woman ever came to the temple again. Oh, yeah. having two mites. I'd love to know how the Lord rewarded her for, for her offering. And so people say, I don't have nothing to give. I'm not buying it. Sure. Wow. I'm not buying it. God's not buying it. Everybody has something to give. Yes, sir. And I, I would say to folks that are down to nothing, if you only got two mites left, the safest thing you can do is give to the Lord. Yes, sir. So. Wow, I love that. You know, and and because again, you said you ain't buying it. <laughs> if you say you're down to to nothing, you're not buying it. Because and and I'll never forget. And this isn't to say anything about us, but we were struggling, and and we were God challenged us to to give. I think I I think it was a Christmas for Christ offering, 
And I, it was, there's an amount that he get, told, told us to give, and I'm like, oh, absolutely. I, how in the world am I going to be able to do that? There's no way. I don't even have it. And somehow, some way, I figured it out. I, I got it. And not even a month or so later, I got a check, unbeknownst to me, seven times the amount that I gave. So you can't tell me God will not give you. You can't tell me that we can't outgive God. God yes. and it's so vitally important. And so just, I encourage you, if you're watching today, I encourage you, if you think you don't have enough to give, give anyway, because God will definitely bless you. Brother Dutton, could you share a story or two of when God blessed you for your faithfulness in your giving to maybe provide some encouragement to those watching? The first Sunday night that we came back from our honeymoon? Yes. <laughs> we had saved enough just to make it through the week. Wow. So the first Sunday night, uh, the pastor gets up and says, you know, some of you made pledges. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> You're I, I, have to, <laughs> I have to tell my new bride that we're fixing to get. So she said, I, I told her, I said, look, I, I've got a... a uh, a pledge. Sure. We have faith. She said, not this week we don't. <laughs> and uh, I said, yes, this week. Wow. Before we got back to the car, Larry and Linda Logan mm. stopped to say, hey, we weren't able to make your wedding, so here's your gift. Oh. A few months later, $25 to $35 44 years ago would get us after we paid the bills and, and uh, and bought groceries sure. every get us through the week. So that's wow. what we, we kept a couple weeks, uh, months later, we were in church and the pastor said, we're going to receive an offering. I, we, we had kept, and there's a reason that I remember the sure. amount. We had kept $30. We had, in our checking company, we had wow. $30.75, huh. which would have got us through the week. Except I turned to my wife, I said, give $25. <laughs> and she's like, no. We, we, won't, we won't have enough to make it through mm. the week. Uh, and so it's the only time that's happened in our ministry. She said, do you want to write a $25 check? Here's the check. <laughs> so being the smart aleck that, that I Oh, come on. No, not you. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote it for $30.50, and I left a quarter in our checking account. Oh, my. The next day, we received a check in the mail from State Farm for $68.69. Oh, my, my wife goodness. is a believer in giving. Wow. In giving. And God has blessed her life so many times. 1993, I'm pastoring in Iowa. I heard about a neighboring, uh, a neighboring pastor, home missions pastor. Sure. That was hurting. Mm. And so I told our church, we're going to receive an offering for him. Yes. And so uh, they, they brought an offering. We gave him the offering. That Sunday afternoon, as pastors sometimes do, we looked at the tithing. We realized we got to pay this bill and this bill, and we'll have this much left. Well, we took the amount left that we had for groceries, and I wrote him a check for all of them. Oh, wow. My wife got into the cabinets and got canned goods. It was... It was a few weeks before uh, Thanksgiving. She said, people like to bake. Mm. And so she went into the 
uh, her cover sheet. She had five pounds of sugar, five pounds of flour, got into the freezer. We had them over after service, got into the freezer, got some frozen goods out, sent them home with it. By Wednesday, Wednesday morning, we have no finances. And she said, look, me and you can fast till, till Monday till we get paid. But the boys need to eat and we don't have anything. We are standing at the breakfast bar. Stop it. Mm. My God. Talking about how we're going to feed our kids. Mm. Knock on the door. Stop. Went to the door. There was the local grocer with two bags oh. of, of food in his hand. His wife was coming up. She had a box. She said, Pastor, there's two more bags in the back of the truck. Praise God. And uh, and so I've seen the Lord provide. I, 2004, I was in the hospital in Oxford. Not a bit of insurance. Mm. And uh, I, I had no idea how I would. I, I told the Lord, I, I had made a commitment uh, eight years prior that foreign missions, global missions, would yes, be sir. the biggest indebtment, monthly indebtment in our household. Wow. And it, it had been at that point that I was in the hospital, it had been for numerous years. Mm. And so I'm, I'm in intensive care and I'm telling the Lord, God, I, I cannot do for missions what what I do sure. with this hanging on my head. Long story short, I get home, I get a bill for 46,400 and some odd dollars. Oh. I don't have a lick of insurance. I called the hospital. The second time I called her, she said, I'll get right back with you. And so she got back on the phone. She said, Miss Dutton, your, your bill has been taken care of. I have no idea what she meant by that. Oh and I'm telling goodness. you that I know it pays to give. And just think that neighboring home missions pastor, just think if you, you, you wasn't nudged by God and you didn't follow and listen to, to God after your honeymoon and he challenged you to give, what would have happened? You probably wouldn't have been blessed the way you were. You probably wouldn't have gotten that bill, 40, over 40000 forgiven. 46000 yeah. That's That's just crazy, but... It's because of your giving. It's because you're faithful in your giving. And so that's so important. And I, I wanted you to share those stories because sometimes I think we maybe forget or maybe, you know, if we're struggling, oh man, do I, should I pay this? Should I, should I pay this tithing or should I give this offering? Yes, you should. Because you've just heard of times and time again of situations that it happens and God repays you. One of the mistakes that people make from the yes, is that when they get in a bind, the first thing that goes is their giving. And yep. that is such a mistake. Yes, sir. And and don't ever do it. Don't ever do it. Because right. I'm telling you, every time that I've struggled and I gave anyway, God has blessed me. And I know God has blessed you. And I pray God blesses you if you give to the kingdom of God. And so our last and final question tonight, we could talk all night about this subject, but our last and final question is how, and this came from a, a dear friend of ours, you know him well, uh, one of the pastor. He said, how do you best incorporate the majority of your church in giving to the building fund and missions? Many churches only have a small percentage giving faithfully to these needs. How can you help this pastor that wants to see this happen in his church? Well, I would introduce him to to Gerald Sawyer. Yes, sir. Which, of course, he knew. Oh, of course. 
and was a dear friend. Uh, Brother Sawyer is, was truly one of the great givers sure. of our generation. He, he was, he passed for 42 years at Antioch and Laurel. Yes. And his passion, his heartbeat was foreign missions. Yes. He loved foreign missions. He could not have taken the Great Commission any more personal. Had, wow. Had it come overnight delivery in an embossed envelope. I sure. He just, his heartbeat was building churches. He yes. passed for 42 years. If you do the math, 42 times 52 weeks a year, do the math. He built 380 churches. Oh my. In poverty stricken countries. Wow. He, he's told me numerous times, Brother Maddox. He said, I know that the soul of a poor man and the soul of a rich man are equal. Yes, sir. But my heart goes out to the poor. Mm. 300, that's an average over the scope of 42 years. Yes. That's an average of a church every six weeks. Oh my. Praise God. And so his passion, it took him, it took Gerald Sawyer, he told me, yes, 35 to 36 years of pastoring to give his first million dollars. Wow. It took him six and a half years to give his next million dollars. Praise and God. And he was building churches every week. He was sending money to build churches. And he, mm. he did it with a congregation of, of about 90 to 100. Wow. And he just, he was, he was a great giver. Here's, here's the answer to the question. Yes. About nine years before he died, he wanted to, he wanted to build a church. Sure. And so the Holy Ghost spoke to him and said, I'm gonna build you a church for all the churches that you built. Oh my. Oh when my. he started his project, and I forget the exact amount, sure. but it was about $65,000, $75,000. $75, and so when he started, $65,000, $75,000, when he ended, his building fund had the same sixty-five. <laughs> thousand dollars that he wow. started with. He, he would tell me, he said, every time they started, they bought the land. Sure. The money came in. During this project, he never, his men were standing there too, his trustees were standing there when he told me this. They said, he said, I never took one offering from my church. Wow. They just gave. He said, people that never came to our church would stop by and give dollars $25,000. Oh my. And they never, they never, they would, when they would start another project, the money absolutely came in. Praise so God. so I, I was going to, to preach part of the church dedication. I was preaching the Sunday service and I went down there. I said, Brother Sawyer, is there anything else that you have to do before before your, before the church dedication. Yeah. He said, yeah, yeah, he said, our fellowship hall, we've got to get all the tile and get it laid. Mm. I said, how much would that cost? And he told me, my wife just turned around. 
and got good. And his men started laughing and said, Brother Dutton, that's the way it's been since day one. Praise God. People would just come in. And so I would say to pastors, just give. Yeah. Put God first. If you'll put the work of God first. Brother Sawyer was number one in per capita. I think there's 4,600 UPCI churches yes, in North America. He was number one per capita by a wide margin. Wow. He just, he just the, the last 10 years or so, good way that yeah. I pastored was, was in the top 25, seven out of the last nine years. The last full year that I was there, you know, I think we were number nine per capita. Wow. Giving. When we went to to pave up to concrete our parking, sure. the same thing happened. It was just it was just God. I, I said we're going to do this in stages. Once we started, twenty three twenty five thousand dollars came in in a two week period. Oh my! And so, if you'll put God first when in His business, He's going to make your business. That's it's and it goes back to being faithful, being faithful in your giving and giving. Just just think about if Brother Sawyer or yourself said, you know what, we got to pay our our note this month. We can't pay, we can't give to our foreign missions, or we can't give to you know a Christmas for Christmas. I don't think that you could have even probably paid your note, but you said, no, we're. I know we have this note, or I know we have this bill. We're going to give the missions. We're going to give to home missions, foreign missions. Look what happened. $65,000, $70,000 building project paid for. Cash. Just amazing. Well, his project was four or $500,000. Sure. Wow. And so when I went to Goodway, they yeah. asked me about, uh, they had gotten some financial trouble. Sure. Said, how, how are we going to keep from getting yes. in trouble like this again? I said, we're going to give our way out of problems. Out of trouble. <laughs> I said, if I become your pastor, I'm not the first thing I'm going to do is call the global missions director, and we're going to we're going to have him send us missionary. We're going to take him on. We're going to get caught up on back missions, and and that's exactly what we did. And God blessed for me. And and that, and that's how I, I, I don't say this right. No, Christ. no. And the, and that and that's what I love so much about you, is that you you're, you're careful. At top, you don't want no credit. And again, it's not about receiving credit, but we need to tell of God's goodness. We need to tell of what God can do with our faithfulness. And so, I'm so, so I'm so thankful for what you've shared today. Um, before we close, Brother Dunn, I'd just like you to wrap up with some final remarks, whatever you want to share with us on giving, and then we'll uh, conclude our episode. Thank you again for being with us. Well, it's an honor. Yes, sir. For the man, it's the the key to giving. Is understanding there are things that God has given you yes. that is not for you. Oh, my that that, my that, my. that blessing was not meant for you. The good Samaritan yes. takes the wounded man to an end. He cares for him. The next day he's leaving. Two two pets. Here's two pets. Wow. He did not give it to the wounded man. Yeah. He gave it to the innkeeper. The purpose of giving it to the innkeeper was so the innkeeper could spend it on the wounded man. Thank you, Lord. That's not for you. That's not so you can remodel your rooms. And your sure. Room. This is for the hurting. Wow. And so there are blessings that God gives us, and you have to understand. You have to understand that that there are blessings that God gives to me and you. Yeah. That's not for us. No. I'm giving you 
God said, I'm yes. giving you houses that you did not build. I'm giving you barns that you did not Praise build. It's God. a land that flows with milk and honey. I'm giving you fields and vineyards. Mm. But I'm taking away the corners of your field. That is not for you. The corners of your field are not for you. That's so you can be a blessing to someone else. Mm. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 28. Yes. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands that thing which is good, that he may have to give to him that needs. Mm. The purpose of working hard and having is so that you will have to give. One of these days, yes. the Lord Jesus Christ mm. is going to say, I was hungry, I was thirsty, I was naked, I was a stranger. Yeah. And how we treat him mm. is going to make all the difference in the world. Yes, sir. It can be the difference between well done, hard to part from me. Mm -hmm. And so heaven is going to be for people that made a life out of giving. Yes. Mansions will be inhabited by those that gave without reservation. Yes, sir. Maddox, thank you for allowing us. Well, Brother Dutton, I appreciate what you said, and, and I know you may not like what I'm about to say, but what you just said a moment ago is heaven is going to be made up of people that they're, they made their life in giving. And you, Brother Sawyer, so many others you, that have been faithful that you, you've allowed your life and you've allowed the things that God's blessed you with to give back to the kingdom of God. Those are the people that I that, that I value. Those are the people that that I can look at and say, you know what, that that's somebody I I want to look up to because you said it a moment ago. If we take care of God's business, He's going to take care of ours, and that's what you've done. That's what Brother Sawyer's done. That's what my prayer is that me and my family can give. That's my prayer that you do is that you take care of God's business because every single time, and we've heard it today. Every single time when we take care of God's business, he's taking care of other people's business. And so, Brother Dunn, I appreciate you. Uh, thank your wife for allowing you to be here, too, because as, as we know, our wives are just as important to, the, to our ministry as we are. But I'm so, I value your voice. I value your, your, your life uh, in our life and in our ministry. And so thank you again for being with us. And for those watching, thank you for watching today. We pray that this has been a blessing to you. And again, as I stated in the beginning, this is an episode, if you're watching or have already watched this episode, go back and watch it because there is such a power and a blessing in giving. So we pray this episode has been a blessing to you. And we pray you all have a great day in Jesus. Name.